forever. <laughs> Dog. Manila. The trees growing out. I'm feeling extra glamorous tonight. Don't be a bitter bitch. Just make them eat it, honey. <laughs> Welcome to the chop with Latrice and Manila. Who's on top? And who gets the chop? Let's chop it up, shall we? Yes! <laughs> Election! How do you feel? Um, you know, ever since we found out that, um... Biden won the electoral votes. Biden won the popular votes. Um, I've just, I've, I've, it's like a weight has been lifted off of me. And now I feel like I can enjoy Donald Trump for what he is. It's just some random reality TV star spewing out random shit that has no effect on my life anymore. Like, <laughs> it's just so he good is, to watch him. Like, he really just is. failing. It is now the most entertaining thing I have seen because everything that he did before he was president was like entertaining to watch because it was so messy and awful and gross. And then he became in charge of the whole fucking free world. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, this is probably not the this is probably not what I want uh, the world to be dealing with right now. This is not the leadership that I would really want. But now it's like nice to see him squirming and just kind of like not showing his face and, you know, playing golf and being pathetic and awful. Ah, hiding. He truly is the definition of white noise. You know what I'm saying? He, he is that, that white noise that you just want to go away and stop. And um, it's, it's, it's really comforting. I have to say, you know, I, um, I I flew last week for the first time for a project and I went uh went out to LA, obviously. And um but when I was coming back, I, I was going through Atlanta, you know, always Delta, you know, you always go through Atlanta. And let me tell you the pride that I felt landing in the blue state that flipped. You know what I mean? Oh my God, that's so crazy, isn't I it? I sat there and I was just like, oh my Ooh, God. I love I me some Atlanta. I, I had to text my brother and sister. I was like, look, y'all, I'm traveling home. I'm on my way home, but I, I just landed in Atlanta and I have to say I am just proud of y'all. Come on, Georgia. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It felt good, you know? Um... The, the small victories in life, you know, and... This is not a small victory, Latrice. Well, this is a I, huge I, victory I, for, like, huge, mankind. But I'm, but I'm just talking about the fact that I could ce celebrate just that particular moment, you know, like... Yeah, you know what I yeah, mean. Yeah, uh, it is... But, it, yeah, like, my mood has completely shifted and, like, all this anxiety. I mean, obviously, like, I we're still anxious. Like, we're still in the middle of a pandemic. We have, uh, you know, cases coming out of every freaking whatever. There's just, like, cases after cases after cases. Um, and, and, you know, like, there's still, like, a, a lot of stuff in politics right now that is scary. Oh, yeah. But we, there's like a beacon of hope. I feel like we have hope, and I've always, I've, I've kept my hope and my faith. And um, 
you know, if this is the moment that we have to really buckle down and realize that we have a lot of work to do and starting with this pandemic, and I just have a feeling that we're about to move into stage two, three, two slash three um, of lockdown because these numbers are out of control. Yeah. I mean, it's, and people are just out of control. They at the club, bitch, full on, like it's Friday night and they are in the club packed like it's a circuit party, drag queens on stage, nobody got masks on. And I'm just like, I get it. Bitches got to work, girls got to eat. But you won't have to worry about that if you're dead. So, bitch, live to die another day. You know what I mean? Just like, this is not, should not be your moment. Don't go out like a bitch like this. You know, don't let this virus yeah. take you out. Go out at least on your own terms. But if this is your terms that you want to go out and be that girl and not wear a mask and be in the club, then do that. Be you. <laughs> be you. I mean, I have mixed feelings about it because, like, we've been trapped in the house for so long. And so, yeah. like, I'm just, like, chomping at the bit to, like, go to a club and just go dancing. But, of course, we can't. We, yeah. Um, but we always want what we can't have because I think if we were free and, and there was not a pandemic, your ass wouldn't be at the club. So that would be the last place you would want to be. That's true. Like, I, yeah. <laughs> we I, just I, want I, what we can't have. That's all that is. sit your ass down have a coconut smile and shut the fuck up that was that that's that's what i have to say to that i mean it's like um it's hard enough like to to like you know have to deal a bit deal with the fact that you're not working like you want to or want to or need to for that matter yes need to um you know but I, I'm a strong believer that, you know, everything happens for a reason and that we are people that learn how to adapt. That's what humans exactly. do. Exactly. Yeah. That's from the how beginning we've been, of time. That's, that's how, how we we're successful. That's yeah. why we're the like at the top of the food chain, you that's know? That's it. So let's do be smart. Let's let's channel our inner human like while we're while we're still here and be smart about this pandemic and make some changes. I heard they're like doing some experimental tests that they were trying out this vaccine. That's oh not yeah, gonna... there's I, I think yeah, there's, there's like another there's a new vaccine. There's mm-hmm. a, like now there's two vaccines. I feel like I, I heard. Girl, I'm getting emails for volunteers to come test out the vaccine. I'm like, well, I'm not testing shit because I tested negative. You better get somebody who <laughs> who might need the vaccine, but. Uh... <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't know. You might grow a tail if you do this vaccine. I, I don't, know. You, so ain't no telling. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It seems like very like rushed. I don't want to be like. I don't want to be in the first trial period. Right. Uh, like, y'all go ahead and let's see how y'all do yeah. in two, three weeks. How, well, wait, wait. How much are they paying though for the the trial though? Oh, I that, didn't see that part. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Got the coins. Ch- no, I mean, you know, money talks. Honey. Money talks. Right? <laughs> I've coin. I'm. I've done stupider it. things for less money. Trust and believe. I can believe that. <laughs> oh God, yeah. But at least there's. I mean, there is. There's promise and progress. So, 
who knows what's going to happen. But I think that the first priority and, and step is that we're going to be um, locked down again. Stuff is going to close. So Yeah, I think I think what we all really need to, like, take a moment and, like, realize is that we have to constantly change how we do things all the time. Oh. Uh, there's no there's no going back to the way we did things back in the day. No. That, no, we it's gone. It's everything's not, it's... different. We don't shake hands anymore. We will maybe we have to bow like the Japanese do, you know? <laughs> like we have to wear masks when we go in public. The same way you have to wear a shirt and shoes before get you get service. service. Yes. Well, you know depends on what kind of service you're trying to get. <laughs> <laughs> And then definitely shoes and shirts and masks don't apply. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So, um, what? Oh, we're getting some like new podcast artwork, aren't we? Oh, yes. I know we are a podcast. So we are, you know, tickling your eardrums with our velvety voices. But we also have things for your eyes to see, one of which includes a brand new photo shoot from Forever Dog Podcasts and Moguls of Media. Um, all the all the podcasts in our network, we all did um, a social distance promo shoot and we have the images and that is now our thumbnail. Yes, Gaga. You look sickening. You look sickening, bitch. Bitch, when I tell you, I'm like, ooh, look at us. <laughs> winning. Yes, we got matching outfits uh, thanks to some wizardry in Photoshop. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's this is like the new way. Like, yeah, we can't get together and do a photograph, uh, a photo shoot together. So you had to do a photo shoot on your side of the country. I had to do one on my side of the country. And then we all uh, shop that shit together. We, here mm-hmm. we are. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. I do too. I do too. No, but I think it's important because you know we're drag queens, so everyone's got to like we're, they all want to you know come to see what the drag queens are wearing. What 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 wig is what wig is Manila wearing? <laughs> the one with the blonde streak or the one with the one blonde with the streak? <laughs> <laughs> but you got some blonde streak blondes with some black streaks though. Oh yeah. And, oh, I even have. Uh, I just did this one. It's a white wig with a blue streak. Ooh. Ooh, Did that one for a quick shoot. Um, See? Just putting streaks into all my wigs, you know. I I mean, better your wigs than your underwear, okay? (laughs) 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 I just did um, an underwear shoot, a uh, a socially distanced COVID, like, you know, the whole... Doing... um, projects now is so much more involved it really is you have to go you have to do like tests in, like a weeks in advance <laughs> you have to make sure that everything is okay it's like a weird vibe on set um but it was it was interesting i, I, I did a, a photo shoot for underwear um and it like it was really weird because i'm just like sh- should we be wearing masks uh, or no just just fo- just more crotch shots. Don't, yeah, don't get the faces. I mean, you're, you're covering up the parts that need to be covered for this. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's totally different. You know, this is my first experience, you know, working back in um in the industry uh, since the production the COVID of things. And production of things. And, um, 
yeah, it, you know, the precautions are real and you pre-test, you post-test, you test on site. It's uh, you wear masks, you socially distance. It's it's a lot different than it was. Um, and, you know, understandably so. But, um, you know, I don't regret, you know, I'm not, I'm not mad at it. I'd rather, you know, take the precautions than put my health at risk. And um, I totally felt safe on set uh, this last experience that I just had. Um, in fact, I was the asshole one time because I didn't know because I had on makeup. So I, I go to the little snack table to the you know you know to the little craft services and um i didn't which, have my which mask is all on. like which is all which individually is all pre- wrapped yeah it's all yeah. pre-packaged now very that same on the airplanes baby they give you a ziploc bag with your shit in it and this is all you get for the host the host flight so ain't no 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 service no no rolling trades coming through the aisle um but you had, <laughs> you didn't have a mask that you get yelled at i they're like no no they were really sweet about how they did it though it was like <laughs> it was this oh my god can we get you a mask <laughs> you know they asked like can oh. we get you a mask because we want to make sure you're okay you know they take a mask i'm like oh no i have one i left it in the back you know but i like, just oh, didn't want to called me it's out hard. you don't want to get lipstick all up in your mask that's the oh, thing see, that's when the... you in drag it presents a little bit of an issue Yes, because uh, what happens, it, it, it goes over your face and then it like leaves like a cut in your foundation. In, in your nose, yes. On you your have nose. A, a little crease it in your nose. Messed and... up your lipstick. <laughs> so, but this is all first world problems, bitch. We can reapply and get through it. But Definitely, definitely. Um, or just, just be like, you know what? Uh, if some people see that my makeup is like scarred, then they know I was at least like COVID precautions, you know? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> But no, this actually gives me hope because like, you know, like obviously like, you know, we're things are the production, especially out here in Los Angeles is is starting to kind of like figure its way. So that means that our shows, our movies, you know, like it might all the all the series that we've been binge watching, like, okay, there's another season of this coming up because, you know, they're they figured out how to do the. Uh, COVID precautions and quarantining the actors and whatever. So it gives me hope that we at least, if we're going to be continually quarantined or locked down, we'll at least have some entertainment <laughs> in some fashion, right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> because I am running out of stuff to watch. We don't have Drag Race Same. to watch anymore. Same. It is a struggle. Uh, <laughs> I, I even watched the, what is the, the great pottery throwdown bitch because i used to take you know i used to do ceramics back in the day in high school but i wound up watching that because i you know what else am i watching i love a good reality competition show <laughs> so <laughs> this kind of gave me what i needed you know um well let's take a break hear a word from our sponsors Yes, and we'll be right back at with some of our inbox emails from our listeners. We'll be right back. And we're back. <laughs> oh my god 
Uh, Manila, you were on this panel, though, uh, for Amazon Studios. What, what was that about? Oh, um, remember when we did Amazon, uh, Amazon's Pride Inside for, oh, yeah. for mm-hmm. Pride? Yeah. Um, well, this was something that was like a big Pride, virtual Pride event that kind of like snowballed into what it was. But it originally was supposed to be me hosting something very small for the Glamazon, which is the LGBTQ affinity group in Amazon, the the company for all their gay employees. Employees, yes. So um, we we did a panel with the Los Angeles LGBT Center and Amazon Studios. And uh, I, I got to host a panel with queer leadership in the entertainment industry, which oh. was really cool. Yeah. We had we had Lena Waithe, Emmy Award-winning writer, creator, actor, producer. Um, you know, like she did this film, Queen and Slim. Mm-hmm. And she's got a, a show, which is like semi-autobiographical um, on BET called 20s, which is kind of like tells her story about like being a, a lesbian of color in and in the industry. So she and I just watched her in Bad Hair on Hulu. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I just saw her in that, too. Yeah. Um, I met her, actually, uh, when I was on set. I was doing uh, a short for uh afi um and she came on to see me well yeah she i guess she came to see the director uh tiffany but i guess they're good friends uh but then she expressed that she was a, a big fan of mine so when i was on oh, set doing marabou yeah and this is before she blew she was on her way to blow up like yeah she came on set and then like three weeks later i saw her getting emmys and i was just like oh my god this woman was just here it was amazing yeah she's awesome yeah she was really uh, a pleasure to um to hear from in this panel because she has like a very unique experience she's a, mm-hmm. a woman she's of color woman of color and she's a lesbian yes. Yes. and she's in like and things. she's doing big things making big moves um and you know paving the way for a, a, a lot of uh, queer people in the in- entertainment industry um we also got to talk to vernon sanders he's the co-head of television at Amazon Studios. So he's, he gets to oversee all the scripted and unscripted original programming on Amazon. Amazing. So it's like not only that we have actors, we have, we have other people who are like behind the scenes who are there mm-hmm. to kind of like, yeah, I mean, it's it's nice to know that we got, uh, you know, a homo that's in charge of programming. So that Hello. like it's filtering through. And, he, and he's a person of color as well. So it's like we're getting good representation. And I think that's really what's uh, what Amazon is trying to to showcase is their their diversity and their and how they're representing um, different stories from different people. And and then we also had uh, Matthew Lopez, who's the screenwriter of the uh, the play Inheritance, which is which was deemed the most important American play of the century oh really so like he's won all these awards so it was it was really cool to to be the <laughs> the least influential queer person in the panel <laughs> <laughs> please mary you are doing your works in a different way we all have our arenas honey and um yeah yeah, yeah so it was a really it was really cool to be part of uh, to be part of that um so it was it was informative and important, you know, to, yeah, like, to let people know. And, and you know, it's cool because we have so many queer stories that haven't been told yet. You mm-hmm. know, 
Mm-hmm. And it's great that we're getting a lot more representation in the media and in entertainment. So it's not just us drag queens on RuPaul's Drag Race, kids. There's just a lot more to see, honey. And there's learn. so much more. There's so many like different stories, and I think that's really cool because like I I experienced this. I think we both experienced this from being on Drag Race. That like now the world is seeing how nuanced and how different and and how real and how we're real people, us drag queens because of the show RuPaul's Drag Race, because we were able to tell our story, you know? And, you know, so it's really cool to be part of something where, like, you know, you have a bunch of queer people who are in leadership roles in the entertainment industry. So it gives me hope that we're going to have... Oh, yeah! We are we are breaking through, honey. Breaking through and breaking down these old barriers and ways of tradition of how and what Hollywood should or should not look like you know we are definitely um changing the landscape mm-hmm. putting fresh mm-hmm. flowers out yeah <laughs> so let's get to our inbox girl <laughs> just being flooded yes. with emails mm-hmm. it's, like, it's like a whole full-time job going through all the emails we thank you all for emailing us you can email us at latresa manila at gmail.com and you know maybe even we'll pick your email to read um, we have an email from Liz. Latrice, what did Liz have to say? Hi, Latrice Manila. As you may have heard, J.K. Rowling, the author of Harry Potter, has been saying some extremely transphobic things on Twitter lately. I'm part of the roller derby team, and the roller derby, we often uh, take on derby names, similar to how people take on drag names. I have a Harry Potter-related uh, derby name, and I'm not sure if I should change it <laughs> to show that I do not support J.K. Rowling. <laughs> to me, my name is a derby identity and do not associate with her, associate it with her, but I don't want anyone to feel marginalized by my name. What do you think? And, oh, thank you, Liz. Um, J.K. Rowling sucks a big cock, doesn't she? <laughs> Oh my I mean, God! I can't believe so, her. But uh, does it really surprise you? She wrote about witches and dark she, spirits mean, and whatever. I would have thought she was more enlightened than that. Like, really, girl? Really? Yeah. Well, you know, like, I guess it's weird because usually, if you have these kinds of thoughts that are against, you know. Th- the progression of society, you would just keep your mouth shut and kind of like, that you know. part, at least just shut up at, at yeah, the very least. Say it with your personal friends, not on Twitter, bitch. Like, why? Her name, why you... JK. Just kidding. Rolling. Um, on the floor, laughing, not. She's, um, yeah, she has definitely, um, yeah, she's kind of spoiled, like, yeah. our, our our way of our watching whole... and being entertained by such a wonderful series of books and movies and spinoffs. I don't know what to say to Liz about her name. She didn't tell me her name. Yeah, we didn't get the name, but... But is her name J.K. Rowling because she's on roller skates? Because if it I mean, is that, if it is like I mean, J.K. That, Rolling skates, then maybe yeah, you need to change your name. That's but a if little it's bit like, on the nose. yeah, but if it's like oh, the Sorting Hat, or you know, like 
something that has to do with like the movies or like the stories, maybe yeah, you can keep or your name. or something like that. If your name is Spelliamas, I mean, you know. But Liz, know. if your name is J.K. Roller Skates, then yeah. <laughs> Change your name, girl. I mean, we drag queens change our names all the time. All the time, trying what to was, find an identity. Latrice, was your name always Latrice Royale? It was. When it's right, it's right, you know. Um. So you never had, like, uh, it was no, never, like... I never, it was never, like, Tiffany or Rolanda or Chantrell or It was never, Denise. like, one of those... It was never one of those, like, funny drag... <laughs> Uh, drag queen names that are a pun like Kuladria, Kuladria, or <laughs> misinterpretation, or no. Um, I was always Latrice. Latrice was my, you know, my little friend from grade school, and so I always uh, pictured her when I think of when I hear that name, Latrice. I think of that little beautiful girl. Now, and what so... would happen if you found out that little girl that you named yourself after was a big uh, oh my god! A big uh, person that like goes on Twitter and says uh, all these horrible things about trans people. See, that's a good question. I still wouldn't change my name because I have established the truth as who I am today. Um, but I True. would have to. I would have to un give her the credit. You know what I mean? I would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I suppose. Yeah, I've never changed my name. It's always been Manila Luzon from the, the moment I officially became a drag queen. But like, say like, you know, we went to war with Manila. I don't think it's going to ever happen. But like, if the, if the city of Manila in the island of Luzon in the Philippines becomes like the number one, like, you know, public enemy, then maybe I'm going <laughs> to... That, in, right. In, in right. all reality, I, I will probably become public enemy number one, and the city will be like, oh, God, why are we associated with that horrible drag queen? <laughs> They'll change their name. <laughs> They'll change their name because they don't want to be associated with me. Yeah, that's probably more believable, for sure. I... 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 I don't understand Miss J.K. Rowling. Uh, but Liz, yeah, if your name is J.K. Roller Skates, then change your name. Yeah. That's what I'm going to say. But, only if it's that, though. Like, if you got something else that's, like, just, like, related but not on the nose, then yeah. keep your name, like if it's, girl. like, Harry Pothead, then yuck yeah, keep it. Or... Like, like Harry Pothead. <laughs> I know some Harry Potheads. Um, I, um, you know, my thing is, like, I don't... I still love Harry Potter. I still love the movies. I'm not going to boycott the movies because I'm boycotting her. The, the, the Like, you know... Those people didn't do nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, it ain't their fault that the creator is a douche. So, <laughs> but yeah. then you know you. But do you feel bad that like if you're supporting like this film franchise or this book series that the money goes to uh, her? Uh, yeah, <laughs> that part is the problem. But I mean, I mean, how much? How, I mean. It's all streaming now on YouTube, so I mean, it's I guess, free now. I guess. I, I guess in a way I'm paying. I'm paying through cable. In a way, like, you just have to kind of separate. I mean, there's going to be something that you don't like about every person, right? And, I mean, one small thing, because there there I'm sure there are people that, like, just hate me because I am a gay person, or I'm a drag queen, or I'm just because I'm a bitch. <laughs> just, we can't. I mean... Because I'm a bitch. But, like... <laughs> <laughs> You know, like, there's still, like, qualities that you can maybe, like, 
I don't know. I don't know. I mean, take this for instance. Look how many gays have sacrificed that delicious, succulent, juicy Chick-fil-A sandwich. You know what I'm saying? We have, we, we have, we have, we have given up the most delicious chicken sandwich known to us. They, I haven't had the Popeyes one. I just know that I used to get into some Chick Fil A, honey, and you know. So you've you, you you've taken like, one for the team. You decided no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna support this franchise because they don't support us, and that's a sacrifice. Well, sacrifice no longer, Latrice, because there is a chicken sandwich that is from a fast food <laughs> restaurant chain that is way better than anything you would get at Chick-fil-A. And that is the chicken sandwich at Jollibee's, which is the Filipino McDonald's. I don't know if they have a Jollibee's out there. We in... I've never heard of it. Oh, okay. Well, Jollibee's is the McDonald's of the Philippines. And let me tell you, this chicken sandwich, girl, oh my God, it is so good. If really? Pass a Jolly Bees. They're, they're they're not very they're very popular in the states because it's you know a Filipino brand. But if you go next to a hospital, I don't know why, but there are, next a, lot of, there are a lot of Filipino <laughs> nurses, and sometimes a Jolly Bees will pop up next to a hospital. Go to a Jolly Bees and order yourself a chicken sandwich. I promise you, you won't ever think about a Chick Fil A sandwich again. Okay. All right, let's, let's get Jollibee's as a sponsor for our podcast because I could talk about them every single episode. Send me some chicken, honey. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's take a break and we'll get to our tops and our chops of this week. All right, we're back, and there's so much to discuss from our own lives and the world around us. We want to do our tops and our chops of the week category is whatever we think is a top or a chop of the week in our personal lives. In our personal lives, in yeah. our personal lives. Um, let's start with our chops, Latrice. What? What could you have done without this week, darling? I could have done without me screwing up. The, well, I don't know if it was me that screwed it up, but whatever happened, it happened. But uh, when I was uploading my ID to the medical marijuana side or whatever, they couldn't open the files, so that you know that I got rejected, so I had to redo it. What only meant I, it just meant that it delayed me more. It just delayed me six to seven more days. So um, that that gets a chop. But everything's on course now. I did everything with the guy on the phone, so I'm all good. But What kind of file did you try sending to them that they couldn't I don't open? know, a JPEG, and I think they only needed a PDF. I don't know what I did, but they could not. And it's an Apple, it's a Mac computer, and they probably using a Dale, you know, not a Dale like not singer. Like the singer. But... <laughs> <laughs> Hello? It's me. We can't open your file. Uh, <laughs> so that uh, sucked, but we're back on track, so I'm good with that. Oh, that's cool. So wait, 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 wait. So now it's 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 not. Wait, wait. How is it working in Florida now? You can get a prescription. 
Yeah, yeah. It's like the olden days of L.A. where you had ah. to have a medical card. And so now I ha- you have your prescription. And now the edibles are here. You get you get your flower, your, your, your uh, uh, what do you call it? Your, your edibles and your extracts, like your... Like the waxes the and waxes the oils. The oils and all that stuff. All a part of your prescription so you can... So what... <laughs> What is your uh? What is your diagnosis? I gotta know. <laughs> like what? My gl- your I, glaucoma or you? No, have... what it is is that like um, I have post traumatic syndrome disorder because you know I've been through a lot in my life, um, and uh, dealing with this pandemic and my mental health has been a definite uh. uh factor you into know, factor in why all of this. why you would need some. It's the most medication. important. Mm. Yeah, and that's the part that like I really want like I'm really wanting to like, you know, advocate for people is that that you know, we joke and laugh about being high and all that kind of stuff, but it really is uh medicine not only for my my soul but for my mental health. Like it keeps me on a level in which that I can function the way that I'm most productive and loved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> not high Latrice is not Baby. Latrice. <laughs> but she has her medication now, so we are good to We're go. We're good to go. Honey. Right, well, good to go. Chop. That is definitely a chop because delaying delaying Latrice from getting her weed is definitely a chop for the week. <laughs> Okay, so I had this idea because I was I was doing this photo shoot and I wanted to wear my blonde wig with the black streak. So <laughs> see, <laughs> okay, okay. So I want now when I when I block out my brows for drag, I usually just do like the ends of my drag and I use my actual like brows oh, okay. to kind of be like the the, the, the stubs in the in the yeah. whatever. Um. But I wanted to do blonde brows, but when, when I have black bushy brows, so if I want to lighten them, I have to like cake on a lot of makeup and powder and it doesn't always look right. And I wanted it to look just mm-hmm. so I decided I was going to bleach my eyebrows. No, for ma'am. The shoot. No, ma'am. Um, now, let you know that they look sickening. Um, if you watched the Tuesday episode of The Chop on YouTube. You will have gotten into my blonde brows looking sickening. But as a boy, when I look in the mirror, <laughs> I spook myself every single time. I'm like, who's she? Like, what? Okay. Which <laughs> makes me pose the question. What? Did your husband... Accidentally dip his lip in the same vat of bleach. <laughs> yes, part of my chop is like I have blonde eyebrows, but since we were mixing up the bleach, uh, my husband got this good idea. Like, let me just bleach my mustache. Oh, he is special, girl. You, girl, <laughs> that is special. So now my husband is walking around with his deep olive toned skin and his black hair. He's got a black hair bleach blonde mustache. <laughs> Sitting on his lip, which is kind of like matching the 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 value of his own skin tone. So it just looks like he has like a weird upper, like like a like a Homer Simpson style lip 
that kind of just like hangs over a little bit. Oh my god. Yes, that is also part of that is also part of the But you know what? Like who who do we gotta look good for? <laughs> Well, I would hope each other because y'all go y'all walking around here with blonde lips and eyes and <laughs> neither. <laughs> well, we didn't want the the bleach to go to waste, girl. <laughs> I cannot with you two. Yeah. Um. Well, <laughs> well, the thing was like it was just like a fun like it just kind of was, it became like a fun thing. Like I originally wanted to bleach my brows for the shoot, so I did. And then my husband's like, well, let me just throw, like, if you're going to bleach your eyebrows and look like a weirdo, let me look like a weirdo, too, oh, so you have to suffer God. through it. Because, you know, well. I don't, unless I look in the mirror, uh, which I do frequently because I'm obsessed with myself. <laughs> <laughs> but when I look in the mirror, like, that's the only time when I realize that I have blonde eyebrows. But then, you know, then you forget that your brows look crazy in real yeah. life. Yeah. So it's like my husband having a bleached mustache is kind of like a, a reminder Bitch, you have bleached eyebrows or you look crazy. Oh by looking God. at my husband and seeing his bleached mustache and him looking crazy. But we well, it's just hair. It's growing back. Uh, it does I, grow back and out and all of those things. I'm going to keep you all in prayer. Now that I finished my photo shoot with my blonde wig and my, brown, my blonde brows, I was like, well, I can always just dye them back to black. So I'm going to Amy Winehouse these fuckers, and they're going to go back to black. Come on, back to black. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. that's a good chop. <laughs> what about your tops, Latrice? What happened? What's what's amazing this week? Oh, what's amazing this week? Um, No, you know, I don't... Every, I, well, I'm back home. That's pretty amazing. Uh, uh, and I, I'm... <laughs> And I'm and I'm still healthy. That's really amazing. But like, like, just the fact that I was able to work this week, this past week, um, made me feel like a champion. Uh, like it was a little bit of normalcy that I needed in my life that I didn't know that I needed so badly. Um, but uh, it just gave me that. Um, confirmation number one that even in the pandemic a bitch is still in demand that's number one and um and also just the fact of um getting back in to a rhythm of getting on a plane and the act of checking in the hotel all the things that we just haven't done in months and sundays um it felt good to be back and doing it even though i quarantined the entire time i was um away yeah, because girl, you were but, in you were in Los Angeles. I didn't even see you. We still, I didn't get to, we still I did our get podcast to, on a Zoom call. You saw like, no, exactly. <laughs> Live in my hotel room, but it was you know it was it was good. I mean, I, I felt bad. I didn't get a chance to see anybody, but um, it was a little bit of a vacation in a way. But I'm not vacationing because I haven't been working. So it's kind of. But it was nice good. to get out of the house. It was just nice to get. It was a change of space and 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 energy. So, uh, it was nice. That's um, good. So that's my time. That's yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that. <laughs> yeah, like definitely, we're going a little crazy being stuck at home. So to be able to like get out and go to work, it, it's validating. It feels like you're yeah. accomplishing something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, oh. that's good. I, I yeah. like that. You know what my top is? Tell me. So I've been craving 
um, like, well, I've been cooking at home uh, this entire pandemic, right? Uh-huh. But, you know, I, I've been kind of getting into the same, like, okay, well, I'm always going to be cooking this. It's always easy, blah, 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 blah. But I started missing, you know, traveling. And I was uh, specifically in the UK. Now, when I go to the UK, it's not one of my favorite places to go because the food in the UK is just mm, not... It's not, not like going to Italy and having, like, delicious pasta. It's not like going to... You know, so... But there's one thing that I love to eat when I go to the UK, and that is a meat pie. I love me a meat pie. I don't know what it is about a meat pie. I just love like, mm. a little flaky crust, the gravy on the inside, the just savory meat and vegetables. And I just was craving a meat pie. So this week, I made my very first meat pie. Homemade from scratch. Sort of from scratch. I bought the <laughs> dough from, you know, like well, Pillsbury. Okay. But I don't accept that. Yeah. But yeah, I made the, I made the filling, the gravy. I made the my, made the gravy from scratch. I I kind of like winged it a little bit. I had read some recipes here and there, and I, so I kind of knew the basics. But I wasn't following a specific recipe, so it was kind of just like my own version of whatever I kind of Which found in my great. pantry. Yeah, and I made me a meat pie, and bitch, I've been eating this pie every day. I'm just oh, I'm gonna eat another slice of my pie. However, it turned out good. It turned well. It wasn't the prettiest looking pie. I think I feel like I could probably make it look prettier next time. You know, it's about taste, baby. I don't care. It's all going down the same place, but but you taste. you know I'm a you know I'm a drag queen, so everything's got to be <laughs> like you know presentation. <laughs> it's got to be pl- it's got to be plated properly. Yes, you know it's got to have the the steam coming off of it. No, but it was. So yummy. I'm so happy. I'm going I have one last piece waiting for me after this podcast. I'm gonna put her in the microwave. I'm gonna eat it. <laughs> I'm gonna open up my own Mrs. Luzon Lovitz pie shop. You better do it, honey. <laughs> my Hello Fresh box our Hello Fresh box came today. So um mm. Christopher's gonna be cooking for us, honey, today, right now. Yummy. Yeah. Yummy. Latrice, mm. I want to uh, in our future. Uh, episodes of the chop. I want. I want to like give you some recipes, and I want some recipes. Because that's what we're doing nowadays. It's like, uh, what's what am I cooking? We cooking. We cooking. You cooking. And Thanksgiving's coming up, and I know that we were oh, talking I'll about. Give you, yeah, I'll give you a, a a recipe for my um my cornbread dressing. Ooh. So you you need to you need to get into that. Okay, all right. Write that down. Listeners, <laughs> take notes. Latrice is going to give us a recipe for cornbread dressing. I'm so excited. Mm. Yes. Well, that's our tops and our chops this week. Remember, on Tuesdays, we are watching our movie club. We have a list of, of movies for you for the month of December. Next week, we are going to be watching Steel Magnolias. Yes, that's a classic, honey. If you, classic. Especially if you, yeah, like it, it's, it's not necessarily a gay movie, but it is a gay movie. You have, you got the iconic Dolly Parton. You have, um, um, from Julia, Julia Roberts. Roberts. Um, you have um give me names, I'm going blank. I know, why is that? Um, sure is it Shirley McLean? Shirley McLean. You have Shirley McLean. Sally Field. Sally Field. Sally Field's in there. And oh the yeah. From, and yeah, and what's her name? And Hannah, not Hannah. Deborah. De- 
Daryl Hannah. Is that her oh, name? Daryl Hannah from Splash. Daryl Hannah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's the classic, honey. It's a lot of it's a, it's a gay pop culture s kind of. We just embraced it because our divas are in there. You yes, know, and we it's... love a Lily Tomlin. We love all those girls. So yeah, and it's. I mean, I don't know what it like. Just watching a movie, it's like about like just women. I just feel like. That's what it is. That's what it is, right? It's what it is. Yeah, because like usually, like in movies, we're like, oh, we're like following some like, you know, guy being some kind of action hero Mm -hmm. or whatever. But this uh, Steel Magnolias is a group of women, and I'm excited to. Well, I'm I'm gonna cry. (laughs) You always always do, but then you laugh right afterwards, so it's all good. Okay, so we're going to be watching that on our Tuesday episode. So, yes, I'll watch Steel Magnolias, and we're all going to talk about it next week. So we love you guys so much. Thanks so much for listening to The Chop. And, yes, make sure you subscribe to our show. You can rate and review us on your podcast app, and every, uh, every Tuesday and Thursday we have new episodes for your listening pleasure. And remember, you can send us an email. We might read it on the show next week. Email us at latriceandmanila at gmail.com. And follow us. Make sure you follow us on social media at Latrice Royale and at Manila Luzon. And we'll see you next week to find out who or what gets the chop. Forever. To listen to the chop ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. The Chop is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media. Mom. Hosted by Latrice Royale and Manila Luzon. Produced by Big Dipper. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Belli. Alaska Thunderfuck. Brett Boehm. Joe Cilio. And Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is The Chop by Manila Luzon and Latrice Royale.